0: This week's podcast is dedicated to the life and memory of Yiri Lapicus. is going on guys your boy Elroy here and welcome back to the your boy Elroy MMA podcast I'm your host Josh Prep Egina, and we are back everybody happy Friday happy YBE day we are here and I am so happy to be back after a long week Uh, it's been a week Yes, yes, it has, but um, before we get into any news and review or preview, uh, I just wanted to take a second to say thank you if it's your first time here. Welcome, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back, and if you've been here since the beginning, what is going on? I am so grateful for each and every one of you. I enjoy... Uh, this, you know, 25 to 30 minutes to myself where I get to talk about the best sport in the world, my favorite combat sport of all time, mixed martial arts. With that being said, we got a ton to talk about, so let's get right into it. First off, uh, you heard at the top of the show, the MMA world lost, um, a combatant a promotional how do you call it he was a promotional prospect uh for one championship contender yuri lapicus he's he's dead at 27 following a car accident uh yuri lapicus was 14-2 and with one no contest. He competed both at lightweight and welterweight for one championship, most recently losing by first-round knockout to Sebastian Karastam in the welterweight bout on one prime video one in August. Um, Before that, he had stepped in the cage with former UFC and Bellator champion Eddie Alvarez, two-division champion Christian Lee, and former one-championship champion Marat Goufares. Uh He he began his pro career with 15, 14 consecutive victories, including the win over Gufarev and Shannon Wirichai. He was a training partner of the legendary Giorgio Petrosian, and... Yeah, man, it's so sad. 27 years old is super young. Um And our thoughts and prayers go out to his family as well as our condolences. Um Condolences to the promotion as well. Because, you know, when you're in a promotion like that, there's... Like, you work so closely with everybody. So, um you know, our condolences to one championship as well. Let's talk about a promotional mainstay and fan favorite has re-signed with the UFC on a four-fight deal, and that is none other than the eraser, Bojasinha, Paulo Costa. Now, we've heard... You know, about his issues with the promotion, how he was, you know, trying to get paid more. He believed he was owed a uh, higher salary and judging by him re-signing his contract um, or signing a new deal, it seems like that's what uh, that's exactly what he got. You know, he's referred to his compensation in the past as ridiculous and um, unfair but um it seems like he's gonna get what he deserves. So it's it looks like they're gonna offer him Sean Strickland in May. Um and he wants to fight Hamzat Shemaev in Abu Dhabi in October. So that is a really fun fight. He's been a blast to watch. He's gone 6-2 and two in the UFC with losses only to Israel Adesanya and Marvin Vittori. We saw him last in August against Luke Rockhold where he won a unanimous decision. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him, man. He's someone who has had like this career resurgence. I think a lot of people are starting to... Um, really dig what he's doing you know he's how do i say it nicely he's he's kind of like a meme but the thing about paulo costa is he's he never stops moving forward and that's why he's a fan favorite you know the whole secret juice thing now is is making him really popular because he's poking fun at the fact that or not the fact More the idea that he's on steroids. So, I'm excited to see him. You know, another four fights. If you say you're going to fight Sean Strickland later this year. Then after that, you hop in the cage with Hamzat Shemaev. You're having a hell of a year. Win, lose, or draw against Shemaev. It's still a really fun fight. So, congratulations on uh, reaching that new deal Paulo. <laughs> yes yeah, someone who didn't reach a new deal is uh, Augusto Sakai he has parted ways with the UFC a month after his win over Dante Mays, and um, I don't think we're really gonna miss that guy okay. so whatever another big story uh, this past week Was Jeff Molina. And um, I'm not going to talk too much about it. But uh, Jeff Molina was kind of forced. To come out of the closet. Because he was exposed. On Twitter. And they tried to you know. uh, Take him for ransom. Basically hey pay this much. Or I'm going to release this. And he he didn't fall for it so congratulations and uh i hope that you one have a clear head after that and two <laughs> i hope um that you come to jesus yes simple as that shout out to aaron brooks shout out to aaron brooks that is all. Let's go over some fights that uh, have been talked about, targeted, signed. Let's talk about it uh, since we were last on. Uh, Armand Sarukian versus henato Moikano. It looks like they're going to headline April 29th. That is a really fun fight. Um, something that I did not expect. Now, we talk about this guy a lot on the show. Uh, he has a lot of buzz, and me, I am not a believer of this person, which I think is fair. It's okay. You don't have to believe in everybody, but um, he had a great performance his last fight. He continues to be under, undefeated, and he faces his biggest test yet on May 13th. It is Ian Machado Gary versus Daniel Rodriguez. Now, that is a tough fight. Daniel Rodriguez got some hands. Uh, he's a veteran in the game. He's still working his way up in the UFC. And um, he's the real deal, man. So we're going to see if Ian Gary can stand with the likes of some someone who was ranked. Daniel Rodriguez. Um, obviously not ranked anymore. Jack Hermanson versus Brendan Allen. That's going to headline a UFC event on June 3rd. And that concludes this week's fight announcements. Those are all courtesy of MMAfighting.com. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. This is the Matt Madness Wrestling Minute. The Matt Madness Wrestling Minute is brought to you by the folks over at Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. It's my first podcast, love, first podcast that they ever threw a mic in front of me and said, Hey, you should try this. Um, and two of my best friends in the world, Alo Aaron Lloyd and Act 2 Fly Eric Trembicki. I love those guys. They do a great job um, covering wrestling. So, with that being said, let's get into it. So uh, let's go off of the first things that are in my mind right now. And how could I not start with Kenny Omega versus El Hijo de Vakingo? If this was... All right, so I've never seen a full Vikingo match, right? But lately on, Inst- er, on TikTok... It really seems like all they've been sharing is highlights of El Hijo de Vikingo, And honestly, that's exactly what this match was. These guys killed each other in this match. It was super fast-paced, super crisp wrestling. I loved every second of it. Maybe the best match on Dynamite of all time, but definitely a match of the year candidate. They have announced AEW. That is that uh, El Hijo de Vikingo will be defending his AAA Mega Heavyweight Championship against what is this guy's name? These luchador names aren't getting any easier to pronounce, and um, I also have never seen this wrestler. So, I feel like I have to look it up <laughs> on the Ring of Honors Instagram. So, Elijo de Vikingo will be defending his AAA Mega Heavyweight Championship against. It's not even there, it's only on the AEW Instagram. Weird, dude. Really weird. So I had to pause. Because I couldn't find it anywhere. I'm like, I know I saw it. (laughs) And it is on no other social media except Tony Khan's Twitter. His last tweet two hours ago. Next Friday, March 31st. Hashtag ROH Supercard of Honor in LA at the Gallon Center. Triple A- Mega heavyweight championship. Elijo de Vikingo versus Commander with a K. Next Friday, live on pay per view from Los Angeles. That is wild. Um, clearly, they really enjoyed having Elijo de Vikingo. That dude goes hard wherever in the world he is. And uh, I'm really glad that he gets to be seen. Because I've seen some highlights on TikTok where there's like, it's like, what was that thing called? CZW used to have, oh, Dojo Wars. (laughs) It's like if Elijo de Vikingo was at Dojo Wars. That's what these shows look like. And now this guy's on like a mega stage about to be, I mean, even though in Mexico he crushes it at uh La arena Mexicana or whatever it's called. But um <laughs> now he gets to shine in the US and that is exciting. So that's AW in WWE. Uh they finally announced it Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos for the undisputed WWE tag team championships. Um I completely think that this is going to headline one of these nights. Which one is it? I'm not sure yet. And uh, I don't think it matters. I think the thing that matters is they're going to headline. And that is awesome, man. I love those guys. I cannot wait to see. And uh, yeah, the last thing is WrestleMania is next week. So next week is a freaking beast. Now, I'm debating on whether I call one of my brethren in here so we can preview WrestleMania the right way cuz it's kind of tough for the Matt Madness wrestling minute. But um yeah, that's it for this week's Matt Madness wrestling minute. Again, thank you so much to Act 2 Fly, Eric Trumbicki and Alo Aaron Lloyd for picking out this news for us to talk about. See you next week. Um, Let's talk about last week's MMA events. UFC 286 was live from the O2 Arena in London, England. But before we talk about the event itself, let's talk about an announcement from the event. And that is the announcement that Anderson Silva, my number one favorite fighter of all time um, on a lot of people's list, whether it be greatest of all time or greatest middleweight of all time, Anderson Silva is on the list and now the Hall of Fame feels a little more legit because one of the greats in UFC history In the history of mixed martial arts, the middleweight division, Anderson Silva has finally made it. He went on a run. This dude just crushed it from 2006 all the way to 2012. For six years, just unstoppable and, um, you know... I'll never forget, like, hearing so much about him, right? Because I was, like, watching WC and Elite XE and whatever was free on TV. And I heard so much about how great Anderson Silva was. And on July 6th, 2013, I sat down in a... (laughs) a really hot row home in Philadelphia on the couch to tune in to UFC 162 to watch Anderson Silva defend his belt against Chris Weidman. I 100% thought Anderson Silva was going to dog walk this dude. Mind you, I've never seen Anderson Silva to this point. I just heard so much about him. And. um, He got knocked out. (laughs) Do you guys remember that? And. I'll never forget it. But. um, It made me the fan that I am today. And. uh, Best believe I went back and watched everything. Everything. I could I went back and watched everything I could because I was so excited to see this guy and uh he lived up to the hype for me um now he's crushing it you know doing boxing matches here and there but he's uh trying to watch out for his son who's a prospect and uh congratulations Anderson couldn't have happened to a better guy with that being said Let's get into UFC 286 again. This was live from the O2 Arena in London, England. A beautiful start. Start time. The fight started at one, <laughs> and um, it's cool. But then when you realize when you're done and you realize that it's after eight o'clock, that'll really mess with your brain. But it's okay. I live for this stuff. Every. Every Saturday. (laughs) Uh, First fight of the night, Veronica Hardy comes back after a three-year layoff and completely dominates Juliana Miller and defeats her by unanimous decision. Jai Herbert and Ludovic Klein went to a majority draw. Joanne Wood defeated Luana Carolina by split decision. Now it gets really fun. Jake Hadley defeats Malcolm Gordon by TKO. It was a beautiful body shot that led to the demise of Malcolm Gordon. Beautifully placed, And Jake Hadley continues to climb slow and steady up the ladder at flyweight. And um, I'm excited to see what he does next. Christian Leroy Duncan defeated Disko Todorovic. By um, TKO due to a knee injury. Lerone Murphy defeated Gabriel Santos by split decision. Mohamed Mohaev defeated Hafel Filo by rear naked choke in the third round after being in a gnarly, gnarly knee bar that uh, probably ripped every ligament. In his leg. It's just so hard to watch still. I'm like visualizing it in my head. (laughs) now Ajmov defeated Sam Patterson by TKO in the first round. Dude, Sam Patterson took forever to come to. Ajmov really beat the crap out of him. Chris Duncan defeated Omar Morales by split decision. And the main event on the prelims, Jack Shore had a successful featherweight debut when he submits Makwana Mirkani in the second round by rear naked choke. Now Jack Shore usually looks great. Also killed himself to make those weights. Um, I think he should put on a little more muscle and get rid of a little bit of that fat left. I feel like he convert he can convert it. He's a freaking athlete, so he doesn't need my advice. But after that first round, he looks sensational. So uh, really looking forward to him at 145. Marvin Vittori defeated Roman Delice by unanimous decision. Jennifer Maya dominates Casey O'Neal for a unanimous decision victory. Gunnar Nelson is back, and he submits Brian Barbarina by armbar in the first round. Your co-main event was exactly... What we wanted it to be. Justin Gaethje versus Fiziev. Was violent. It was fast. It was high level. And uh, I guess you could say controversial. So I gave Fiziev the first and the second round. And Gaethje the third. Now I want to say that the second round was close. But I still think Fiziev won. But strangely, I'm not like upset at the decision. Because I think Fazeev really showed that he belongs up here with the elite. And I think he loses nothing with this quote-unquote loss. Fight of the night, no doubt. And in the main event, I called it on my verdict league. And it happened. Leon Edwards retains... The well to title by unanimous decision when he defeated Kamar Usman, I had one two five, one two five for Leon, and I had four. <laughs> for Kamaru and three was a nine (sighs) nine it was a weird fight to score but in the end I thought the right guy won when I was watching it I'm like Leon's got this um obviously it wasn't just my verdict pick like it's not like we get money from verdict and and what do I want a silly icon with a different belt color I, I I love the idea don't get me wrong but it is not that serious, but Leon Edwards just had an answer for everything. I think he was hurt once in the fight. It was when he uh, shot for a takedown and got sprawled on pretty heavy by Usman. That was the only time that I think he was ever like a little hurt, um, and Usman just had no answer. I think Leon Edwards wrote the book on defending a takedown by Kamara usman so a really really fun main event i'm so glad i got to see every second of this card and uh yeah london's great man there's only one rocky edwards oh what a freaking fun song and um let's talk about what's next for these guys so i want to see Leon Edwards versus Bilal too. But I'll settle for Leon Edwards versus Colby Covington. Why? Because I think it's like a relatively simple fight. I think Colby's cardio, I don't think he's going to have to worry about that when he's getting kicked in the face every two seconds. So um, one or the other. I want to see Kamara Usman versus Sean Brady. That is all. Justin Gaethje versus Dustin Poirier. Um Fiziev versus the loser of Oliveira Dariush. And let's match make one more fight here. Mohammed Mohayev. Okay. I want to see Mohammed Mohayev versus Kai Karfors. That was the UFC 286 from last week. Let's talk about this week. The UFC is live from the AT&T Center in San Antonio, Texas for UFC Fight Night. Vera versus Sanhagen. Hagen. Now, this main event breaks my freaking heart because these guys are both two of my favorite. I hope it ends in a draw because I do not want to see these guys beat the crap out of each other. But let's start. At the first fight of the night. Victor Altamareno versus Vinicius Salvador. Manuel Torres versus Trey Ogden. Daniel Da Silva versus CJ Vergara. Trevin Giles versus Preston Parsons. Lucas Alexander versus Steve Peterson. Daniel Pineda versus Tucker Lutz. Albert Durayev versus Chidi Njekuwani. That's a banger. Chidi, Chidi. Bang, bang. Alex Perez versus Manel Kopp. Andrea Lee versus Macy Barber. Austin Lingo versus Nate Landwehr. That dude's a savage. I cannot wait. In your co main event, one of my favorite female fighters of all time, Holly Holm. She takes on the returning Yana. Santos now I've seen this name before I was confused I was like who the hell is Yana Santos and it seems like she finally changed her last name Yana Kuniskaya formerly known as is now Yana Santos and in the main event Marlon Chito Vera versus Corey Sanhagen whoever wins this fight 100% should fight O'Malley for the number one contender spot and I'm here for it. Shout out to UFC Fight Night, San Antonio. I cannot wait. This is going to be a phenomenal card. And uh, yeah, that's not it for the combat sports. For the next couple weeks, we are freaking rolling, guys. Um, something that I'm really excited for that's happening on Saturday is for the interim WBC World Super Middleweight title. Your main event is David Benavidez versus Caleb Plant. Now, every video I see of Caleb Plant, this dude is the most confident dude in the world, and I'm here for it. I think he's the real deal. He's a really fun boxer to watch, and um, I hope he gets it done here against David Benavidez because there's just something about it. Hispanic guy that just makes me want to punch him in the face. And Caleb Plant is going to get it done. What are you guys excited for? Do me a favor. Hit me up on social media. And let me know what you're excited for this upcoming weekend. But this has been this week's episode of Your Boy Elroy. I am Josh Preppigina. You can find me on all forms of social media. Elroy Preps in one word. You can find the show on Instagram at Y B E M A podcast as well as Teespring. Teespring slash stores slash YBE MMA podcast. If it's your birthday, happy birthday. Love your mothers. I love you, mom. Enjoy the fights this weekend and we'll see you next week.